Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the John Freakin' Muir Pod. Lace up those boots and sling on the pack for a romp through trails, short and long. With your host and renaissance man, Doc, it's time to embrace the suck. From the backcountry to the backyard, we believe everyone deserves the highest level of protection. Since 1984, Sawyer Products offers the best, most technologically advanced solutions for protection against sun, bugs, and water, using time-released liposome technology, topical insect repellents, and new standards in water filtration. And with every Sawyer product you buy, you are helping to provide clean water through 140 charities in 80 countries with their long-lasting water filters. Every Sawyer product you buy is an investment in our common humanity. Choose Sawyer and keep the adventure going, knowing that their products have been tested and chosen by those who count on serious protection on the trail all day long. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like... My creativity has raised to another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Welcome back to another week on the trail, Dirtbags and Hiker Trash. I'm Doc and this is the John Freaking Muir Pod. Let's start off with a reminder. If you are enjoying the podcast, take just a minute, help us out. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're not enjoying the pod, well, 
Just go ahead and keep that to yourself. All right. I decided this week to sneak in a bonus episode for everyone, so you're welcome. All right, let's get to this week's guest, a friend of the podcast and a fan favorite, an endurance athlete, calendar year triple crowner, an FKT phenomenon, author, and star of the hit documentary, Free Outside, Mr. Jeff Garmeyer. Welcome back to the John Freaking Muir Pod, Jeff. How's it going? Great. Uh, thanks for having me, too. Just I think this is going to be the perfect platform, and boy, do we have a treat for everyone. That's right. Now, did I miss any accolades or descriptors from my introduction of you? Uh, oh, I don't know. I usually tune out when anyone talks about me. So, um, I mean, soon to be after this big announcement coming up, uh, then there will be more accolades when we need to add to that. But for Absolutely. now, I think it's good. Okay. All right. Let's go with that. And hey, did you did you notice my hat that I'm wearing? I did. It looks like a Jolly Gear here. Absolutely. Yep. It is the five panel hat from Jolly Gear. I got it a couple of weeks ago and I am just thrilled to be wearing this. And I've noticed in some of your uh, social media posts that you also have a Jolly Gear hat. I do. Yeah. No, I've been really enjoying it. It's uh, top notch ventilation, even when it's uh, 20 degrees in Montana. Yes, that's right. <laughs> now, the last time we talked, you were co-host on an episode where we interviewed the four finishers of the calendar triple crown this this past year. That was our trail savants episode. What, what have you been up to since the last time we talked? Um, well, I mean, that conversation really inspired this uh, next big project that I'm really excited to put out into the world because just crossing paths with them virtually has been, uh, you know, this motivation to bring more more adventurous people together. So uh, it's really, it got the the gears flowing and can really uh, pull it all, hopefully pull it all together. And then I guess since then I ran a 48 hour race, uh, just to push myself out there. So I did, I think 87 loops of the same 2.3 mile course. And so there's a lot of time to think, and I think it's really come to fruition. Now, Legend, how does it make you feel that uh, Camille Heron also did 48 hours and she ran 270 miles? Yeah, no, it, it feels like she went about 33% further than I did in the same amount of time. So uh, I think, you know, put us head to head and she'd still win, but maybe not by quite as much. Yeah, hats off to her. What an incredible accomplishment. And I know you're also out barnstorming. Uh, you're on a barnstorming tour for your documentary. How how's yeah. been the reception with that? It's been really good. It's really fun to see, uh, to watch audiences see it, and especially when they laugh at the right spots and then gasp and stuff. So just watching people experience the emotions of a film is really cool in person, and that's the goal with the tour is see it with others. Fantastic! Now you are coming to the West Coast. You, you the last performance, last airing of the documentary was in Seattle. Are you coming down south at all? Yeah, it looks like we're going to lock in some a couple dates in L.A. area, uh, maybe one in more L.A. proper and maybe one further down by San Diego. So working on adding those and then maybe a Salt Lake City location and maybe one or two more and then put it out for streaming and stuff in probably late summer, early fall. Fantastic. Now I got an advanced preview and I have to let our listeners know that it is fantastic. I mean, if you have the opportunity to see this, you need to go and see this. And Jeff, you know, is there a way to get, get my name on the, 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 the guest list for the LA show? Yeah. Yeah. We can, uh, we can put you down for a front row seat for sure. You'll be <laughs> front right <row>. there. 
Yeah. All right. Do you do a Q and A afterwards? Do I get to yep. will I be able to interact with you and the the filmmakers? Oh yeah, you will get to ask at least as many questions as we have the theater rented for. So the the Q and A is actually the most fun part because you never kind of know what you're going to get from the audience and especially where their minds go after seeing a film like that. All right, listeners, if you're if you're hearing this. Please send me a list of questions you'd like me to ask Jeff and the filmmakers about his experience on the uh, Colorado Trail as he was attempting to set the FKT. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you're also a big part of this project we're announcing here in a few minutes as well. So it's going to be really exciting. There's going to be lots of interaction. And man, I I expect this thing to, to really sell out quickly. Okay. Now I noticed, you know, this year's Barclays just finished not that long ago. And I noticed yep. that you were absent from the yeah, Barclays Marathons. What, uh, yeah. what's going on there? Uh, yeah, I just was not in this year and I, I was, you know, kind of inspired by the process and working on a kind of a challenge of my own that pretty excited to announce to the people and, uh, you, you know, the, it'll be there in the future. So hopefully can get back into Barclays and give it a good go, but it was a crazy year and, you know, we get to coming up, talk to a few of them. I, I believe you're going to get a few of them on the pod. That's right. That's right. Now, what did you think of this year's race? Oh, I thought it was awesome. It seemed like a lot of camaraderie out there. Uh, pretty good weather and a good start time. And so many good athletes made uh, good good work of it, especially uh, Jasmine Paris got halfway through loop four. And that's huge, I think. She finished the fun run, I believe, last year and built on that this year. So I think the biggest storyline out of this should be that we are getting closer and closer to the first female uh, finisher, which is pretty exciting. Yes, just the second woman to get to loop four on the Barclays. So that's quite an accomplishment. Oh, yeah. And she uh, she seems super strong. So hopefully in the next couple of years she can uh, pull it all off. All right. Hey, let's get straight to it. You know, you you contacted me. You said, hey, Doc, I've got this big announcement, something I've been working on, and I'd like to share it. I'd like to premiere it on yeah. the John Freaking Muir Pod. Yeah. And we've been talking and uh, you mentioned that you would do the live play-by-play coverage of this event too. So you will be on site for however long this uh, this event lasts. And so I think we'll get right to it as we are um, doing the it's in conjunction together. It's a, the most unique race in the world. We are announcing it here. And uh, I guess a few bullet points, it's not going to be the most difficult race in the world. It's not going to be the hardest, not the most complicated, but it's going to be the most unique. So uh, contestants, they will sign up. The sign up process is super easy, but you got to figure it out on your own. There's going to be no direction here. I don't, I'm not giving out a website, but it's super easy. You'll figure it out if you really want to. Maybe check the show notes, ask your buddy. I don't know. Follow Doc on TikTok. You never know where it's going to pop out, but it's really easy. If you want to get in, you will. And the distance of the race, well, that that's the real question mark. So the night before the race, all the competitors will show up to a location that we have sent out to them a month before the race. So we, to be honest, we haven't even settled on the location yet, but we are moving forward with this thing. And this race, the night before, we're going to have a, a dinner. It's going to be a nice little get together and talk about all the, the rules out there. And Doc's going to warm up his play-by-play voice. And that's when we draw one 
of four popsicle sticks out of a can and each one of those is labeled with a different distance so the race could be 50 kilometers it could be 50 miles it could be 100 kilometers or it could be 100 miles so contestants will not know what they're training for how long they're running or anything and the night before 12 hours before that race start we're going to draw how far that distance is and they will have 12 hours to cobble together any pacers if it happens to be a hundred miler or crew or uh, just get rid of any extra gear if it's only going to be a 50 kilometer race and so that's really the uh, how we're going to throw this race down and then the other unique aspect is i think it's this race fees have gotten out of hand so what we're going to do is the race fee we i mean just with inflation we're going to take the race fee only in gold but it's only five grams, so it's not it's not too hard to get. And we're going to have a gold panning station that contestants can find their entry fee the night before the race if they happen to not come across that gold. And so those are kind of the main outlines of the race. And the last thing is we were big on uh, just being receptive and knowing how uh, what goes into these kind of races. And a huge problem these days is all the cups that go with like the LA marathon. They went through so many cups. So what we're going to do is we're not providing any water out on the course. We are only providing saltine crackers at the aid stations because we want to make sure contestants have uh, enough, enough calories and enough energy to get through the entire race. And so we're going to only be providing saltines and doc already told us that in solidarity while he's doing play-by-play he will only eat saltines and not consume water as well so that's kind of the the gist of it and uh contestants will get it's not a race bib we provide a race outfit so that's where the the gold goes to we don't we don't use it to uh, buy water or lug out anything but we we will provide an outfit and i am uh, the chief costume designer this year so we're pretty excited to announce this we're capping it at 55 people this year and uh yeah good luck you make a guess on what to train for and i hope it works out and doc is really hoping it's a 50k because doing a 100 miler live coverage that would be be a long time especially yeah, better, on saltines i better layer up and you know that's very em- environmentally conscious you know i want to make sure that we are taking care of the environment i am willing mm-hmm. to go the extra mile and just consume saltines during the the duration of that race yeah no this is going to be this is going to be probably a monumental race and just and what we provide is going to be top notch these are going to be name brand saltines no knockoffs so i just want all the contestants to know that their best interest is it's in mind and um the the winner of the race they get free entry into next year so it's it's really quite a prize i would say they don't have to to raise the five grams of gold. Yeah, no, they don't have to pan for it or anything. Um, so yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, I have a location picked out, but I haven't got all the permits or secured yet. So we just got to make sure that we have enough gold pans there. And then we'll announce it a month before. And uh, just be on the lookout for that entry process. Because if you want to get in, it'll hit you right in the face. Yeah, you never know, you know, which social media platform of the John freaking Muir pod you need to pay attention to. So just check them all out constantly. Something will appear. Yeah. I think uh, TikTok's a good one to pay attention to, but I mean, I'm sure stuff is slipping out through all of them and you just never know. It could be when you least expect it. And 
you know, we're not even going to tell you if this race is in a month or six months, because we want you to always be prepared, especially heading into summer. That's right. Now, any, any indication of what kind of terrain they can expect? Is this a road race? Is this a trail race? Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting because since we don't even know the length of the race yet, it's, uh, at least the 50 K portion is going to be about half road and half trail with, um, like a, a yellow gate in the middle just to provide kind of a steeplechase element. And then if it uh, becomes a hundred miler, we're not quite sure. I guess we can do three loops of the course or out and back. So we, once we draw the distance of this race, we will be scrambling to come up with a course to fit this uh, ultra marathon. So this is, you know, we're doing it for the people and this is going to be fun. Fantastic. Now, Jeff, you, you've obviously had a lot of free time on your hands to, mm-hmm. to, to, to begin to delve into this and shape this up. Do you know what, what time of the year this might happen? Yeah, I'm thinking sometime uh, between April and November is kind of the, the timeline we're targeting. And uh, yeah, while we got all these listeners on here, I just want to put out a call for volunteers. So we're looking for anyone looking to volunteer at an unspecified location for anywhere between five hours and 35 hours, because we're not quite sure how long this will last. So we're looking for people with a lot of flexibility in their schedule and really no reason to have to leave. And, you know, you're going to have to bring your own water. We will allow it for volunteers, but while we got everyone here, we're just looking for people to sign up with no idea when we'll let them leave. Well, Jeff, you know, if they're listening in, they've got a lot of time on their hands. If they're listening to the John freaking Mirpod, they've got time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is going to be the most unique race in the world. We, uh, in our brainstorming sessions, we thought about maybe making it the hardest or the most complicated or the most difficult. And we just decided probably unique is the word that we both go after more than uh, anything like that. And really the outfit idea, that was Doc's idea. He just thought, well, why don't we have them wear, wear an outfit? And was like, you know what? Why don't we use that five grams of gold for good? And we will give them an outfit. Nice. And if any of you have seen Jeff's social media posts, you've seen any any pictures from any of his races, you know what kind of outfits he wears. So this this is going to be very, very good. Yeah. And we thought it would really aid in uh, the calling of the race, the play-by-play, because you'll have uh, maybe the the someone dressed as an antelope getting chased down by a mouse. And it just makes it a lot easier on you. You don't need names or anything. You can just call it like you see it by saying which animals are out there. And I, I believe this will be broadcast live on ham radio. So it should be accessible to most people out there. That's right. Yeah, I'll have a much better uh, advantage than Keith Dunn. Poor Keith Dunn was, you know, doing his play by play on Twitter during yeah. the Barkley. And it was like, here comes the, the tall, thin bearded guy, uh, yep. which he used it for like, I think eight or 12 different individuals. Yeah. And this will be really cool because, Maybe people won't be able to match the animal to the name, but they'll just know that maybe the uh, the the lion out there is looking strong today, or the octopus didn't quite pull it together. So this is going to be it's going to be exciting, and we're just looking for those individuals that will put some trust in us because you're showing up really with with nothing. We're going to give you clothes and the distance to run. So we're just really looking forward to to the trust of all the brave individuals out there. It sounds like the Barkley marathons, but on steroids next level. <laughs> yeah. So now that you've 
heard it all outlined, what type of individuals do you think would do the best at this type of race? Who should I start reaching out to to invite to, to this thing? Well, I think, you know, we're putting this episode out there. This is the big announcement. I think they're going to come to us. You think so? I okay. think I think people from all walks of life, if you're, you know, an endurance athlete, if you mm-hmm. are just very uh, esoteric, curious, um, have a particular uh, masochistic bent to yourself, I think, I think that is going to really fill up the game card here. I think Quadzilla could do real good at this thing. He's uh, one that comes to mind because last year after finishing the Continental Divide Trail, he actually won a hundred miler like a week later. So he's uh, he's someone I've got in mind. I'd like to see take that start line and give it a good go. You know, I, I see some people enrolling, applying just to go through the panning for gold experience and getting a costume from Jeff Garmeyer. No, no hopes of finishing, but they want that experience. Yeah. And five grams of gold. I mean, you can acquire it however you want. That's only, that's less than 300 bucks. I believe at today's prices. And that's about a standard race fee. So this is a deal and the costumes included. Yeah. I mean, what is the, how, what is the weight of gold in a typical, I don't know, wedding ring, wedding band? Um, I'm not sure. Probably uh, less than five grams. All right. I mean, so you you get yours and your spouses and you, you should be good to go. Yeah, I think one wedding band, if you cut it in half, that'd cover at least two entries. So that's a perfect way to do it. (laughs) All right. Hey, does this race have a title yet? uh, We haven't come up with a title yet, but uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, hmm, I don't know. Why don't we workshop something? What are you thinking? All right. Well, I mean, there's a there's a big level of uncertainty in this race. Can we work that into the that concept into the title? Well, a few that I was thinking is I, I thought the Markley Barathons was maybe a good working title for this, but I uh, wasn't sure. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of unknowns. Maybe we every year the title should change and we draw that out from listener suggestions on the title of the race. Nice. The Markley Barathons. It sounds like a character from Game of Thrones. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Because then not only will they not know how far the race is, then the winner won't even know how to brag to his friends about the race he won because it'll change names every year and will be, will be the most undescribable race. It's like the Barkley marathons is hard enough to describe. And we just wanted to make it even harder to tell your family and friends what you just did. Yeah. When people ask them, what did they win? They will just throw up their hands and shrug. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing. I won free entry into next year's race, but I no longer have to pay for gold. So um, I am thinking somewhere uh, Montana might be a good area for this race. So we're we're thinking something like that. And just a sneak peek, uh, we're workshopping some ideas for the start of the race, but um, we've settled on something involving buffalo or bison, I guess we would go with. So we, I don't want to give it away because I'd like people to be surprised at how this thing starts when they're at the start line, but bison, just think bison. Like somebody has to touch a bison for the race to start? Um, I think, yeah, maybe, maybe that, or maybe there's a whole herd of bison in front of where the runners have to go and we'll part them. And that means they get to <laughs> keep on, keep on going. So this, it's really exciting. There's a lot of moving parts, but we've nailed down enough that we are ready to accept applicants into this thing. Yeah. I am excited for this partnership. This is going to be a fantastic event. Looking forward to seeing who actually applies and, uh, you know, knowing that, you know, they are 
in store for a, a very competitive, difficult, arduous race. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we can't tell you how you will be able to get into this thing, but basically you will know. And the only skill set required to get in this is if you can write your name and happen to see this announcement on applications being open, you're basically in. We are we are not making this too selective. We just want you to be engaged and pay attention, especially to uh, Doc's blossoming play-by-play uh, -play career. So if you're paying attention to his social media stuff, you you will be able to get into this thing. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you for for sharing this on the John Freaking Mirpod. Very exciting. Uh, you know where we are, Legend? Where are we? The Pro Tip Insight of the Week. Hey, as long as I've got you here, let's get another pro tip from the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, give us a, a bit of uh, a pro tip for our listeners to make their next outdoor experience even better. Yeah, I think the big pro tip here is really there's a lot of things pointing to people to spend less time on social media. But in this case, I would say really hone in and focus on social media because you will miss probably the biggest opportunity of your life. If you don't pay attention, you're not engaged and you're not spending at least an hour a day on social media. So I would say pro tip of the week jump on that social media any spare moment you got. Stay glued to the John Freaking Mirpod social media platforms. Stay connected. Exactly. That's right. You don't want to miss this. All right. So there you have it. That's it. This episode is just about in the books. Hope our listeners enjoyed our time with Legend. Want to thank him for joining this, joining us this week and making this big announcement. Jeff, just to remind our folks, how can our listeners keep up with you on social media and where can they find updates on your latest adventures? Yeah, everything flows through freeoutside.com and it's uh, the free outside on Instagram and I believe free outside on TikTok. And yeah, if you want to order my book that might have a clue or it might not on how to be successful at this upcoming race, or if uh, you want to come out to one of these film screenings, that might have a hint too. I'm not going to, we're not going to release that because we'd like this process to be secretive, much like the distance of this race. That's right. I may release on social media just a random set of numbers that appear to be random, but really they reference, it could be, you know, minutes into the film. It could be page numbers of your book. It could be, you know, it could be anything. This yeah. is going to be a puzzle for people to put together. Yeah. And we recognize it's hard to go in with no info. So you will not be showing up blind, but if you show up blind, you'll still have a chance. Also though, there will be some clues out there to make it less, less cumbersome, less nerve wracking. We might give you a river mile where you might be able to pan for that gold a little bit easier. So we'll do our best to help you, but you're going to have to stay glued to your social media to help us. All right. Well, that is a wrap from the John Frickamere studio. Any shout outs to friends and family, Jeff? Oh, I don't. I think I just want to give uh, a shout out to all the people that made the Barkley Marathon so exciting this year. Probably let's throw Keith Dunn out there. Uh, he did great. John Kelly, Carl Sabe, Aurelian Sanchez. That was a good time to follow. And um, also my parents are out there uh, doing a section hike of the Pacific Crest Trail. So we'll give them a little little love today. Fantastic. They're out on the PCT right now? Yeah, they're jumping around between snow-covered sections and getting in about a month of section hiking. So Fantastic. Sometimes we get into what our parents do, and sometimes our parents get into what we do. Yeah, I guess I'm the leader of that family. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Always remember the trail is the trail. 
doesn't care if you want to go downhill. It doesn't care if it's almost dark and you're looking for a campsite. It doesn't even care if it's April 1st and you're making an absurd announcement. The trail is the trail. Embrace the suck. Six Moon Designs has been innovating ultralight backpacking gear for the past 20 years. With a wide range of products ranging from ultralight shelters to backpacks and accessories like their extensive line of trekking umbrellas, Six Moon Designs is sure to have a great piece of gear for your needs. With the company philosophy being that gear should aid one's experience, not define it, Six Moon Designs thinks the more time people spend outside the natural world, the better off this world will be. And remember, go wild, live young. This episode is sponsored by Jolly Gear. Are you tired of compromising between the ventilation of a button-down and the full protection of a sun hoodie? With the Triple Crown button-down, you can have the best of both. Plus, their fun standout patterns will have you the talk of the trail. Visit them at jollygear.com. Through hiker owned Jolly Gear, where fun meets functional.